Hello, it's time for another 10-minute STEM information podcast known as a SIP and brought to you by Technology Expresso. With our 10-minute SIPs, we like to tie them to current events. And it's February 2017, and this is Super Bowl Sunday. And those of you who don't know, David and I, the founders of Technology Express, are from Atlanta, Georgia, and our Atlanta Falcons are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, I've lived here for almost 30 years, and this is only the second time that we've gone to the Super Bowl. So I am excited, and uh, the whole city, this is the Friday before Super Bowl Sunday, and so this has been dubbed Falcon Friday. Now, we like to tie current events to STEM. So can you guess which of the STEM topics I'm going to tie football to? Science, technology, engineering, and math. I could tie it to any one of those, but the one that is so obvious is math. When it comes to football, math is everywhere. Turn on the pregame show, and in this case, there are channels that are going to start broadcasting 80 hours before kickoff and broadcast nonstop, 80 hours, nothing but football. Football is a big passion. It's the American pastime and and sport, things that Families can share together from the youngest all the way to the oldest. Something that goes beyond any type of race, creed. It's what we do. It's what we love. It's what we enjoy. It's a, just a fun way to uh, root for a team. Now, what does math have to do with it? And this is something that I want to share off of the website, brighthubeducation.com. I always like to share with you my resources, and this is actually a homepage for teachers, but parents, please visit brighthubeducation.com. It's got an area under teacher's tools and teacher methods, and there's one that says using football to teach math. And one of the things I love, they you can even make it into a game. So as you're watching the game as a family, you can challenge the young ones and even make wager a little bet, promise the, the winner a dollar, if they can calculate certain things. The one that I think is fun is when it comes to halftime, take the halftime score and see how many different ways they can calculate that a team can get a particular score. For example, this uh, example on the website, they have a score of 40. How many different combinations of either uh, touchdowns or field goals can a team do to get to 40? You'll be surprised. There's quite a few, and maybe even some of the adults can play along as well trying to figure out how many different combinations uh, in order to get 40 points. That's, that's the, the, the first thing. The other thing is the great thing about math as it relates to sports too, it's how the commentators predict what's going to happen 
or what needs to happen. So those who like to wager who's going to win or who's going to lose the Super Bowl, they rely on numbers. What has been the track record or the trend of that team throughout the year based on other teams that they played or even if they've played each other previously? Another way to challenge the young ones in the room, again, you could play your own little halftime and uh, games and, again, give them a little friendly wager for whoever wins. But say, for example, if you gave them the number of field goals and a number of touchdowns and had them add up what the total is. So if you say, how much is two touchdowns and three field goals? And they had to come up with that number. And again, it depends on the age group and you can progressively make it even harder. You can talk about if a team has... Uh, if their running back rushes for 95, 86, and 23 yards, how many rushing yards does the team have total? Again, these are simple addition examples, but also you can make it even more complicated. Start talking about percentage. If you, the quarterback completes 7 out of 10 passes, what's the completion percentage? If the team wins eight of their 16 games this year, what's their winning percentage? And then there's averages. Bringing the addition and percentage skills together to compute averages. Giving them from the teams that's the youngest, the heaviest, and the tallest. And having them average out. Or what the percentage is for the team. So for example... Which team's offensive lineman has the highest average weight? So they'd have to add up all of those weights and divide it by the number of linemen that they have. Which team's wide receivers have the highest average height? And then you can turn these into word problems. Does a heavy offensive line equate to more rushing yards so they'd have to use their critical thinking to look at the offensive line and comparing different offensive lines how heavy they are and then see what their rushing yards are the website is full of examples like this you can create cute little flashcards, and again these could be little halftime teasers and tips and trivia and as you can see even some of the adults can get in on it it'd be great to see if the kids outpace some of the adults because let's be honest some of us have gotten rusty with math especially if you don't practice it on a regular basis you're all whenever you're listening to a commentator and they're debating who's the best who's better who's likely to win they're constantly throwing out Average, statistics, uh, predictions, all of this is based on math. Now, they may not on the front end do their own calculations, but I can assure you there is someone in the background who probably has a math degree that this is something that they do for a living, calculating and defining stats. 
These stats also make great trivia to ask questions. How long is the average career of a player taken in the first round of the draft? Now, some of this we might not know off the top of our head, but we can all grab our smartphones and tablets and pull down the different statistics and the historical data and from that derive some awesome facts and trivia. Send your, your send the little ones off hunting for those statistics. That research again helps them do what we call data mining. Find the data, then compare the data, and then find your answer. How does the average tenure of a team's head coach compare to a franchise winning percentage? So do the older coaches win more than the younger coaches? That's another research problem. So there are a lot of different ways, even when you get to more complex things, even to your high schoolers, we can talk about equations. If a team starts out on the 20 yard line and they gain 10 yards, then lose three, then gain 12, and then have a penalty of five yards and then gain four, what yard line are they on now? That would require an equation using a complex set of adding and subtracting to come up with that answer. All of these things, again, they can have fun with the numbers that they see and even start to relate to the game, the numbers. This is all math. So many times I've heard students talk about how they never will use math in the real world. Well, if they like sports, trust me, it's a numbers game. And anyone who bets on it will assure you of that. Even with the various scores and predictions and all the pre-game and post-game shows, there's a lot of probability. That's another part of math. And that's the part where it's all about predicting the, the future. And people get paid very good money. Now, you may see the people in front of the microphone who are spewing off these different facts. But trust, they have a whole support staff that's behind the scene that gets well paid so that they sound good and sound smart. But it's the people behind the scenes that are providing their brain power. So think about it. We're talking about it's fourth and the five at the 50-yard line. Should you go for a punt or should you run the ball? You want to look at what's the probability of success. What are your chances of getting that first down? What are the chances of punting the ball inside the 10-yard line? What is your opponent's chance to score if they get the ball at the 50 you have to look at their stats, their history, their trends, as well as yours. And very quickly, head coaches, as well as players and quarterbacks, have to make judgment calls. So even they are doing the math in their head. Athletes have to realize that, that the better you get at knowing what numbers you need, knowing what facts and quickly calculating your odds, the better 
playmaker, the better calls. This is what coaches are doing at all times. Coaches and players are often faced with tough situations in the game. In the middle of battle, there's no time to pull out a calculator or your smartphone. You've got to do these things in your head. It's best to think about it ahead of time and be prepared. When to go for a two-point conversion is one of the biggest decisions that players and coaches have to make on the fly. So, this is using sports, football, to make math fun. So, not only does the game have to be, can be on television, you can be playing a game right there in your living room that can be encouraging young people to use their minds. So, I hope this has been a great tip. And if you use it, let us know. Send us an email at technologyexpresso at gmail.com. Or if you have a variation on this game, if you're a teacher and you've used this in the classroom, we'd love to hear from you. And who knows, we might even have you record a show giving our audience your tips. So we look forward to hearing from you. Again, Technology Expresso, that's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O, at gmail.com. Thank you for supporting us and continue to listen. That's all for now.